weekend. I hope you guys uh, were safe. And uh, let's go ahead and get right into it. Um, tw guys, 2024 is pre it's it's here. Okay, the the 2024 election has officially started. Okay, now why do I say this? Um, let me let me start with this. Let me start with this. Gavin Newsom has thrown. Let me just say this: 2024 is going to be Gavin Newsom versus Ron DeSantis. Okay, you heard it here. Okay, that's going to be the title of this episode: 2024 election, Ron DeSantis versus Governor uh, Gavin Newsom. That's what 2024 is going to be. Okay, uh, Governor Gavin Newsom unveils new ad urging Floridians to move to California. Okay, yeah, because that's really going to work. California Governor Gavin Newsom unveiled a new campaign ad over the 4th of July weekend urging Floridians to fight against a slate of new discriminatory laws unveiled by GOP lawmakers or move across the country to his own state instead. Quote, freedom is under attack in your state, end quote. L let me just say that this is, this is the most hilarious ad ever. I mean, this is, this is absolutely hilarious. Like, the, this is, to me, these are funnier than, than, than the than the mayhem commercials. Uh, freedom is under attack in your state, Newsom said in the 30-second video which will air on Fox News as part of a $105,000 ad buy. Your Republican leaders, they're banning books, making it harder to vote, restricting speech in classrooms, even criminalizing women and doctors. Quote, I urge you, I urge all of you living in Florida to join the fight or join us in California where we still believe in freedom. Freedom of speech, freedom to choose, freedom from hate, and the freedom to love. What a what a what a bunch of hogwash! I mean, that's absolutely hilarious. Here's a man who said, "You know what? We're going to lock down the entire state. I'm going to expand my my emergency powers. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to restrict this. I'm going to restrict that. I'm going to make it harder for ordinary people to just live their life." This is the man who is the leader of a state that U-Haul literally ran out of trucks from people trying to leave his state. We're doing good here. We, we believe in freedom. No, you don't. It, I, I would, you know, I wish, I, I, I wish, this is kind of where I, where I really wish I had a bigger platform because that way I could, I, I wish Gavin Newsom could like, talk to me about this because i could i could be like really because I, I i'm not a i'm not a floridian but um you 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 were you were you drunk when you did this you know you know who you should talk to forget me ben shapiro ben shapiro was a native california uh, is a native california i should say he took up he picked up his family and moved it to Florida, that's where he is. Daily Wire, they're in they're in Nashville, but Ben Shapiro himself is in Florida. That's where he lives. So I I I I'm trying to figure out what Gavin was thinking when he did this. You realize you're attacking a state that has grown grown tremendously, is insanely popular. People love the governor. And you, sir, you are 
the leader of a state that's failing. It's completely garbage. It's complete and total garbage. But this, again, pay attention, because this has nothing to do with California. This ultimately has nothing to do with California. It's Gavin Newsom attacking Ron DeSantis. Because this is Gavin Newsom saying, you, Mr. DeSantis, you, I will see you, I will see you in the general election in 2024. I'll see you on the debate stage in 2024. That's what this is saying. This has nothing to do with Florida. This has nothing to do with California. And why do I say this? Why do I say this? From the New York Post, nervous Democrats pray for anyone but Kamala Harris as 2024 nominee. And also, to be clear, there was a poll that recently came out that said 71% of Americans do not want a second Joe Biden term. 71%. It's not going to be Joe Biden, dear friends. It's not going to be Kamala Harris. It's going to be Ron DeSantis versus Gavin Newsom. That's what 2024 is going to be. From the New York Post, Democrats are despairing about the possibility of Kamala Harris becoming the 2024 nominee if President Biden doesn't seek a second term in office, insiders told The Post. Three polls just this month show more than 50% of Americans hold an unfavorable view of Harris, and those headwinds are, uh, will likely only increase should Republicans retake the House next year. Quote, her main problem is not being a woman or mixed race. Her problem is she has low ratings just like President Biden, said Larry Sabato, a professor of politics at the University of Virginia. If Biden were riding sky high, she'd be doing relatively well as well. She'd be seen as a popular successor carrying on a per popular president's mandate. Political donors who all requested an anonymity to speak freely who are similarly beside themselves. Quote, she seems completely useless. No one involved in this administration should be running, one significant Democratic donor told The Post. Now, let me say this about um, anonymous quotes. I don't like them. I don't, I, I don't appreciate them. Okay, I understand that sometimes there are people who are like, hey, I really just, I don't want to be, I, I'll talk about it, but I, I really don't want you to use my name. I really would rather remain anonymous. I understand that, but I also believe that when you're writing the article, you shouldn't talk about it. You, you, shouldn't, you shouldn't even use that person's quote. Okay, that's just, that's mostly my belief when it comes to a news article. But what we have here, let me, let me read this next thing. Democratic insiders have fretted about Harris' own bungled 2020 presidential campaign, during which she dropped out in December 2019 with an operation widely derided at the time as disorganized and riven with infighting. She's garbage, you guys. She's garbage. And again, Joe Biden, they're really they're, they're They are unpopular among the press. They are unpopular among the the press keep in mind folks donald trump was the most hated man in 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 he, he was the most hated president ever by the media but the white house press corps what do they do they write a letter to this administration that's in the office that's in the white house right now and they say hey you are not being fair to us this is this is from this is right here. This is from 70 journalists. 70. Okay? We once again respectfully request the Biden administration without exception reopen all of the traditional venues for presidential remarks at the White House, including the East Room and the South 
Court Auditorium for any reporter admitted to the White House campus. The current method of allowing a limited number of reporters into those events is not only restrictive and anti-ethical to the concept of a free press, but it has done without any transparent process into how reporters are selected to cover these events. We are left wondering who is making these decisions and what the criteria are and what are the criteria on which they are based. This is during this administration. Keep in mind, it wasn't that long ago when Donald Trump would literally call out reporters and say, you're fake news. He would, he would point, point at them, look them in their face and say, you're a liar. You lie. He, Trump would literally go to war with them. But they never did this. They never said, hey, you're, you're restricting us. Why? Because Donald Trump wasn't. He was not. But this administration, they restrict. Why? Because they're a bunch of liars. And because they know Joe Biden has dementia. They know Joe Biden is sick. Why else? Guys, let me ask this. Even, let me say this. Even in the, I want you to read the letter. I'm going to put a link to it in the description. In the history of the, in the history of the White House press corps, in the history of the White House press corps, there has never been a president that's restricted the press this much at the White House. It's never, it's never happened. It's never happened. There literally used to be a time, I don't know if you guys know this, there literally used to be a time where people, before there was Secret Service, people could just walk into the White House and just sit with the president and talk with him. People literally, you could literally do that. Literally, seriously. Okay, obviously, that's that's not safe. That's not a good thing. You shouldn't be able to just walk right up to the president. Okay, this, I do believe in, the president does need protection. He's the most powerful man in the world. I do believe that. Okay, but we're sitting here, and they, they say it in this letter. They say, thank you for your attention to these ahistorical problems. Ahistorical, which means this, this hasn't happened. We ask you to see to it that the protocols are changed back to the access norms of which we are accustomed. Again, most of these people are on the side of the left. They're saying, hey, we, we, let, let us do our job. Let us do our job. Listen to this. Listen to this. So here's, here's, here's the next part. We appreciate that COVID-19 social distancing guidance played a role at first. But in the year and a half that Joe Biden has been president, and since such guidelines have been eased, we've never gotten an explanation as to why the areas that have traditionally been open to all press remain restricted. For any reporter not in the, quote, pool, end quote, that covers the president, open press remarks represent the only time most, most of the reporters who cover the president might be positioned to ask him a question or interact with him at all. The, the continued inability of the White House to be candid and transparent about the selection process for reporters attending his remarks undermines President Biden's credibility when he says he is a defender of the First Amendment. The incongruity of these restrictions underscores the belief by many reporters that the administration seeks to limit access to the president by anyone outside of the pool or anyone who might ask a question of the administration doesn't want to answer. Let us be candid. Our job is not to be liked, nor is it to be concerned about whether or not you like what we ask. A reporter's ability to question the most powerful man in our government should not be discretionary. The administration's continued efforts to limit access to the president 
cannot be defended. Any notion that space is, quote, limited, end quote, is not supported by the fact that every other president before Biden, including Trump, allowed full access to the very same spaces without making us fill out a request form prior to admittance. Thank you for your attention to these ahistorical problems. We ask you to see to it that the protocols are changed back to the access norms of which we are accustomed. Nearly 70 journalists signed this letter. Nearly 70 of them. He doesn't, he doesn't support the First Amendment. Remember, remember during his inauguration? Yeah, I, 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 I promise, I, I promise, this will be the most transparent administration ever. It's been the opposite. This has been the least transparent administration ever. Ever. Even, even the left-leaning press, the press, is, which is mostly liberal, mostly leftist, they are calling their guy out. They're saying, hey, dog, what, what are you doing? You're, you're restricting... Your predecessor, which we hated, and he hated us, he didn't restrict us like this. That's why they're calling him out, because they're saying, the guy before you, who we despised, and despised us, he didn't even do this to us. But you, sir, we did everything we could to get you in, we did our part, and you restrict us. But no one should be, no one should be surprised by this. No one should be surprised by this, by this circumstance we knew joe biden was restricting before he even became president he again he the man literally campaigned from his basement from his basement he would do skype interviews in this really really dark room down below his house and they're now shocked saying he's not being very transparent no kidding these people are a bunch of liars. These people are a bunch of liars. It would be. It would. Let me say this. Let me say this. This is to get. This is. This is coming from a conservative, young guy. This is advice to Joe Biden. If Joe Biden called my phone right now, or one of his reps, or one of his hot top aides said, "What can Joe Biden do to help, to help, uh, help his image out?" The one thing that I would say, I, I'd say, I'd say two things. I'd say one, I'd say admit to admit to the American people that you've made mistakes and that inflation is mostly your fault, but you're going to fix it and explain how you're going to fix it. Stop pointing the finger. At least point to yourself and say, this is on us. Here's how we're going to fix it. That's step one. Step two, let the press be the press. Leave them alone. Stop restricting them. Let them do their thing. They're already on your side. If you just again, I truly do believe the press would the press would be uh, bank would be you know banging the drum of of Joe Biden more if they were if they were not so restricted. It's insane. You can't keep hiding behind COVID. You can't you can't do that. You can't do that when when. The country, a good portion of the country is literally just living their life as we've done since like forever. They're just living their life. You can't keep using COVID. Uh, it's, oh, we have to restrict this area. Why? Uh, um, because uh, 
uh, uh, COVID? There, there, there is literally no excuse. They point it out. They point it out in, in, their, in, in this last paragraph here. They say, any notion that space is limited is not supported by the fact that every other president before Biden, including Trump, allowed full access to the very same spaces without making us fill out a request form prior to admittance. A request form. What a joke. This guy is not transparent. And this is this is part of the reason. This is part of the reason that 2024 will be between Gavin Newsom and Ron DeSantis. That's what 2024 is going to be. I don't think it's going to be Trump. And the reason I say that is because what you have is we've now had two consecutive presidencies. And, and let me say this. I'm not I'm not bagging on Trump here. I'm not doing that, okay? It's not Trump's fault that he's this old, okay? That's just that's just him being alive, okay? But we've now had two presidencies, one in, one in his seventies, who was who was vigor and stuff like that, but disliked, and now we have a guy in his late seventies who will be eighty, who will be in his eighties by the time his second term starts, if he does get to a second term. This is a man who clearly has dementia, has fault. He's the man has had two brain aneurysms. The man keeps falling. He broke his foot last year because of a fall. They blamed his dog. I don't buy that story at all. And they just, they just, they go, they go with that. This is a man who is in no shape whatsoever. So that's why I say it's going to be Gavin and Ron. Because people are like, okay, can we have like young people again? One thing that you, had, that one thing that you could say about Obama was Obama was was vigorous. He'd play full court basketball. He'd exercise every day. The man was a work. Say what you want about Obama. I'm not a fan of him, but that man was a workhorse. That man had eight years in the presidency, and he took he took, I want to say like 350 days of vacation, which is that's crazy. That's crazy to me. That's a lot. I mean, what a workhorse. What a what work ethic. That's tremendous. So these last two presidencies have been two old guys where it's like mm, pass. And the second old guy has been like, okay, we really cannot do this again. We cannot have someone who's, you know, the age of Methuselah. We can't have that. So that's why I say 2024 is going to be Newsom and DeSantis. Trump has, a, people think Trump has a lot of baggage. And I, I'm personally someone, I don't believe that. Okay, the media, here's the thing, the media still hate him. And so they, they they try pinning stuff on him and they just throw stuff at him. Okay, it's not that it's not that Trump has done this stuff, it's that Trump is that the media hates him. Because again, if if Trump had broken the law in regards to January 6th, the man would be the man would already be in prison. They've been trying they've been trying to get this guy for seven years. They can't get him. If they could get him, they would have him. The man, the man would be in handcuffs and he would be behind bars. That's just the reality of it. That's how much they hate this man. They've, they've tried everything with this man. They've tried impeachment. They've tried, they've tried destroying his name. They've tried calling him a white supremacist. These people have tried everything. It's just that the media just hates this man. They say, well, what can we do to keep his name? Try to keep, try to drag his name. Now, what, what anchors can we throw around, around the name Donald Trump? What can we do? That's the quote unquote baggage. So I don't believe Trump is going to be the nominee, but that's why I believe. This is why I believe it's going to be DeSantis versus uh, 
Newsom. I don't see I, I don't see it any other way. There's and let me say this. Joe Biden has said that he plans on running for a second term. He has said that. Now he said it he said it informally and he's never had a, a formal press conference about it. But he has said that he does intend to run again. Will he will he will he win it? I don't I don't believe so. I don't believe for a second that 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 he would win. He's horrible. The the man is actually the man is horrible and the man has nine toes in the grave. I just don't see the American the American people can often make really, really stupid decisions. We really can. Um I mean if, if you're if I think if you're one of the voters who voted for Joe Biden, I can I would say that you're that you're a stupid person. But I'm 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 looking at this and I'm like, okay, you know what? I don't think they're that stupid where they now see how bad the man actually is. They see that conservatives were indeed right. They see the fact that conservatives said, hey, you know what? That man is mentally uh he's 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 not well. That man has cognitive decline. They're now saying, yeah, they I think I guess they were right. Yeah, he's he's really just not there. Took you long enough, but you're fine. You, they 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 have finally come around and they said, you know what? He's not fine. We we like him. We we hate that he's not the we like that he's not the orange man, but this guy has to go. That's why I I, I and Kamala Harris. No, she's not even worth talking about. But this is where we are. This is where we are. It's we're getting ready. Twenty guys, the twenty twenty four election is underway. Okay, this administration is over. They're gonna get the the Dems are gonna get thrashed, thrashed in November. I I just I I don't see I don't see that not happening. Because I mean th this is this is terrible. What's going on in our nation? And so that but this is where we are. And so. 2024 is underway, you guys. Get ready for the fireworks.